The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Power of Water. I'm Sharon Kleina. This show many years ago began because of my concern and my mission for many years to be able to educate our planet educate individuals, the life on earth, we are having a water crisis. And many years ago when I started this, I wasn't thinking nobody was really listening that close because for some reason my guests are all so serious and we're reaching out to the world, we're syndicated, we go all over the world. I know I have listeners around the world. And for some reason we're not getting the voice out there. We're not getting enough heard. We all need to join in on this together. And this is how I'm looking at it. And I'll be describing here in a minute where I'm coming from with the planet. I'm going to read this too. If the earth was the size of a basketball, all of its water would fit into a ping pong ball. Now I'm reading this because I like what it says. How much water is on earth? How much water is that? It's roughly 326 million cubic miles. 1,332 billion cubic kilometers. And according to a recent study from the U.S. Geological Survey here in the United States of America, some 72% of Earth is covered by in water, but 97% of that is salty ocean water, and not suitable for drinking. And I'm reading this. I know it, but I want to read it because I like, I don't want to miss a word. Oceans create a water layer spanning 15,000 miles, 24,000 kilometers across the planet, and an average depth of more than 2 miles, 3.2 kilometers. If you poured all the world's water on the United States of America and could contain it, you'd create a lake 90 miles deep, 145 kilometers. Now, it says here, this seems and looks like a lot of water, but Gallo had said way back in time, in the Hippocrates time, Gallo told life's little mysteries, but looks can be deceiving. And that's what's happening to all of us. Looks are deceiving. What a wisdom so far back. And I need to say to the world, so far back they were wiser about water, the planet, survival. 
the earth, if the earth was an apple, Gallo said way back in time, the water layer would be thinner than the fruits, a skin of a fruit. The earth's fresh water is even rarer, and that's why this show, Power of Water, began. I agree with everyone from the past that knows fresh water is even rare. For humanity to thrive or even exist, we need to sprinkle that tiny bit of fresh water in the right places, he said. At the right time and in just the right amount, Gallo said this so far back. Now, here's the Earth's fresh water uh, on the globe. 70% 70% of the fresh water is, is locked up in ice caps. Less than 1% of the world's fresh water is readily acceptable. Six countries, Brazil, Russia, Canada, Indonesia, China, and Colombia, have 50% of the world's fresh water reserves. One-third of the world's population lives on a water-stressed countries. Water-stressed countries defined as a country's ratio of water consumption to water availability. That's what it means. Countries labeled as moderate to high stress consume 20% more water than they have available. And that's definitely here in the United States because we all like water. Now, example. In California, former Governor Brown, before his son would become governor, they, he and his legislature built canals with water to be able to, to put, put, have water come through California, irrigate the, uh, the fields, keep the soil he- healthy because soil is a species and the aquifers below flourishing, keep them full with that water coming through California. What did they do? They put, turned off the spigot because of a little mini fish that's a species, but they forgot the earth is a species, an organism. The soil is a species. Aquifers is living life, a species, organism. They turned it off. And guess what is happening in California? They have lost $2.5 billion in economy just not long ago. And it's going to, they say, predict, to be out of control. People are fleeing away from California. Agriculture, the economy has damaged California unbelievable, all because they didn't protect their source of water. What is happening with drought throughout California and around the world is just not excusable. It is not excusable. Now, the other way to look at this that I have looked at it, that my goal is to make affordable sustainable fresh water the number one priority of every government and individual. I'm working at that. I'm getting ready for a presentation with the UN on it, on water security and sustainable water allocation committees. I want the world to know that when I started biologic aqua research, I was so serious 30 years ago of what was happening to the air we're living in, the water in the air, the atmosphere, and the impact of on human life, all life, and the diseases that could be caused because we're not living in the ecosystem of a balancing. We've got to balance all of this. We can't go one extreme or the other. 
So I started and put millions of dollars, thanks to wonderful people, joined me, heroes, to show the world we are serious. We believe the water is a crisis and that the, the atmosphere is impacted by fresh water on Earth and fresh water is impacted by the atmosphere, the water in the atmosphere. Did you know that most physicians were not even talking about water in the atmosphere? Studying the dehydration effects until we came along and started pointing that out as a water company, and that's what we are. Biologic Aqua is a technology water research center. Water to drink was left behind for sugar juices and and sodas, and and people were drinking nothing but that and leaving those eight to ten glasses of water alone a day. You're made up of millions of cells of water. And it is not amusing, men out there, guys. I've had a lot of men, more than women, say, well, I don't like the taste of it, and I drink coffee, and I drink tea, and I have my my sugary, uh, they don't say sugary, I have all my juices, and I drink sodas, and all this stuff, and, and I might have a glass of water maybe once a day. Well, guess what? Oh, and I'm never sick. I've heard this one. I'm never sick. Well, guess what? Those lungs will catch up with you if you get sick, and all of a sudden, you don't have stored amount of water, moisture in those lungs, you will have your health catch up with you because you weren't storing that in there. Those lungs need water. Your body, your blood needs water. Your brain needs water. Your functioning needs water. Eight to ten glasses a day. Now, the research center has invested millions of dollars, thanks to all of us, to an applied fresh pure water and the atmospheric research technology intellectual property around the world. There is a global fresh water crisis though that is causing me to be very concerned. We're healing about it every day all over the world. Unless we focus proactively, intelligently and globally, charitable organizations will lose their ability to even aid anybody in a water crisis because everybody's going to be so affected that everybody's... Where are they going to get the water? That is the question I have. Where are they going to get the water? Now, this is the population this week of our planet. The population of the planet this week is 7,249,933,269 people. A little better than 7 billion. 1.3 billion and live in China, 1.2 billion in India, and throughout the world. The population is growing. Everybody needs water. Here in the United States, we have 322,772,753 people. Everybody needs water. And I am no different than you are in the United States of America. I use a shower. I, I, I should use a tub bath more. I don't. The tub bath would conserve the water. I'm using a shower in a hurry. I drink 8 to 10 glasses of water a day. And by the way, I took Dr. Effie Chow's advice, Ph.D. She's an alternative Chinese medicine genius to me. She said she drinks two glasses of water every time. I decided to start doing that too. Yes, I have to visit the restroom more commonly. I don't care. 
I need to be detoxified. So what I'm saying here today is the show has priorities, and every single guest that's come onto our show has been amazing heroes to imply, to tell the world about your health, your, what you need to be a healthier person. I look at this way. The atmosphere is your greatest impact on your life from the moment you were born and that you live with the atmosphere and the water there. Number two, you need to drink eight to ten glasses of water a day. It's vital. Pure water, no added ingredients. You don't want to block absorption, so don't no added ingredients. Number three is so important is your nutrition. You must be learning how to eat correctly. Yes, we can cheat once in a while. I'm not going to come down on McDonald's and Carl's Jr. and the Mexican restaurants or anything like that. We can go out and cheat once in a while, but commonly during the week, you need healthy vegetables, fruit, and drinking lots of water. The other one is sleeping. You need to sleep well. You need to go to bed like the earth goes to sleep. You need to learn how to sleep. Don't just take it for granted. You will go to sleep. The other one is moderate exercise. Exercise during the day to see that you're getting around and you're moving and you're not just sitting on a couch potato only and that you're getting out and learning how to move around and have moderate exercise. You will live healthier and you will be more relaxed to be able to understand how you would study if you have a cold, viruses, allergies, a pain, whatever it is. You will learn how to think about it. What, I can, what have I done that I shouldn't have? To, I need to think this out. I need to learn how to feel better. Maybe I can get rid of that pain with changing the diet, drinking more water. So there's ways to do it if you have the time to think about it and you've already got the habit to take care of yourself. And this is what the show is all about, the power of water and this planet to live together. And maybe we would reduce stress and there might not be so much anger out there in the world because we definitely are living in a stressed world. And I believe, and my research is proving to me and others, that's dehydration. Body, water, brain, mental loss is dehydrating. Stress, anger. Today, we have a very exciting guest, Tony Somers. And she, she is with a company, a group called the PAC-H2O. And we're going to learn more about her, the founders. And uh, oh, I guess I apologize. Tony Somers, COO of Impact Economics, created a master global dis- uh, as a distributor for PAC H2O. I apologize to all you. That's the COO. Katie Peplin is our guest today, and she's going. She's an intern, and she's going to be teaching us what she's been learning and what her job is to get the word and the education about. Women around the world have these backpacks now. They don't have to carry the jug. We're going to learn more about it. Well, listen to our sponsor, Biologic Aqua Research. The product, Nature's Tears I Missed. Many, we've sold several millions of products, but those of you that don't know about it, did you know that the surface of your eye is 99% water? Vision impairment is dryness of the eye, dehydration of loss of water. The impact could be from the atmosphere, your diet, whatever it may be. But we were asked years ago if we would invent a technology to mist supplement with a handheld portable device with a dose description 
to be able to mist the eyes gently to be able to absorb, supplement the atmosphere with just a mist. People cannot live without it. We have people that order a case a month to hand out to their offices. We have people that use it behind the computer, truck drivers, individuals that wear contact lenses, that had LASIK, allergies, cannot live without it. And it's nature's tears, I miss 100% all natural tissue culture grade of water with just a mist. We'll listen to our sponsor and we'll be right back with Katie Peplin. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Listening to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleiner Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleiner Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Tony and Katie, are you with us? Hi, Sharon. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Oh, wonderful to have you both. In fact, I owe you an apology. Um, I am. Uh, I hadn't opened my folder to recognize uh, to see Tony. You were going to join us today too. Yeah. Uh, I want the audience globally to know that Tony Somers is the chief of operations for Impact Economics, and uh, which is H two O a pack H two O water to carry uh, like a backpack for women. And Katie Peplin is with them, and she's with the same Impact Economics, and she's an intern, and I've been talking to Katie, Tony, and uh, looking forward to learning and educating our uh, worldwide concerns here. I want you both to know I'm sorry I took a little longer with my opening presentation today, but I had some serious things to say. Uh, no problem. <laughs> I don't know if you heard it or not, Tony and Katie. <laughs> oh, we did. We enjoyed it. Well, it's serious. It is. It is. It's no more. I started 30 years ago, and I was concerned about the lack of education. And I came from a background in the health field um, that I believed in education. I'm, I don't believe in demonstrations. I believe in education and uh, individuals having fun getting out there and educating each other about what is so important about our lives and to save lives. But water... As you both know, Tony and Katie, it's gotten out of control. People are not, they're not, it's out of control, isn't it? Right? It's, it's not being taken serious. And I'm sure you're running into that all over the world. Absolutely. So, Tony, you want to start out today, and we'll t- 
tell, tell us, Tony, before we get going here, and I start asking all these questions. Uh, Tony, tell us about the founder and what happened. To get started with PAC-H2O to help our women out there in the world that are carrying the water from early morning and uh, to help their families have survival with water. Absolutely. Well, Sharon, thank you so much for having us on your program. It's a pleasure to be uh, included uh, with your audience. Uh, you. To answer that question, it's a great question. Um, we are uh, partnered with a company called Greif. Greif is one of the world's largest uh, industrial packaging goods company based out of Ohio, like ourselves. Um, they were in Haiti post-2010 earthquake uh, on a humanitarian mission, and with them was their CEO, uh, David Fisher. Uh, David immediately recognized, amongst the many problems that were going on in Haiti at that time, that women and children were bearing the burden of having to transport water from source to home uh, in discarded plastic containers that had been repurposed and probably used for other things than for transportation of water. So he set in motion uh, with his engineers and his team to create a product that was designed to be for purpose, specifically for the transportation of water for those one billion people a day that mm-hmm. don't have running water. Eighteen months later, they came up with what we now call Pack H2O, which is just that, a for-purpose uh, backpack designed to transport water uh, for personal use. Tony, um, I have a tendency to interrupt once in a while. We radio talk shows are bad about it, but oh, any TV host is. But before you go too much farther... Tell our audience again how many people are over there uh, that are, are, don't have the water available. How many? Did you, say, did you say one billion? Yeah, the estimates from the United Nations uh, put it at about one billion people a day do not have running one water. One billion people a day. Correct. Now I'm getting prepared with the United Nations preparation with a project I've been asked to participate in, and. One billion people a day. Uh, that's the first time I've heard that, so I'm glad you gave us that figure. And now, go on. I apologize. I just wanted the world to hear that. That's quite all right. Yeah, the estimates put it at about one billion and growing. As growing. The pop- as, yeah. as the population grows, so too will that number, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, what came out of it about two years ago was this personal water transportation pack. One is for children. One is designed for adults. Um, we now have over 150,000 packs distributed around the world in 30 oh, plus. Oh, wonderful, Tony. Oh, that's just wonderful. And growing. I mean, we're very excited by the numbers. Brings and tears to my eyes. Hmm. Yeah, Bye. great response we're getting. And each pack supports a family of five per day. So oh, okay, that's good to know, Katie. So each pack, and, and kind of describe, and I, they can go to the website and look it up too, but describe, Katie, what the pack looks like. Uh, the pack is, uh, it's almost like, what would you say the outside liner? The polypropylene product. Uh, mm-hmm. It's um, like a plastic, almost like if you think of a rice mm-hmm. sack. It has that similar material. It's a woven material that's so actually very durable. Very durable. Right. Handle it can be hand. And oh, uh, they carry it on their back. And how, how much water is in there? I can hold it can hold 20 liters of water. That's the adult pack, and then the youth pack can hold about 10 liters. Okay. Okay. So if a family goes together, the mother and the children go together, do they usually take 
uh, she has hers and they the children have theirs too or how do they do that? Uh, that's ideal, but um, I mean, yeah. Right now, Sharon, the idea that's ultimately the idea is to have at least one backpack into the hands of a family, a family. member, traditional okay. woman, um, okay. unfortunately, who bears that uh, responsibility. But uh, okay. again, we've only got 150,000 packs out there. We need to get a heck of a lot. Well, that's quite a few, but yes, you want more. Yes, when you've got uh, a billion people a day. Yes. <laughs> I mean, oh, what a challenge, too. Uh, now, uh, when you go into these communities, are you uh, doing anything at all with uh, the community water uh, sources as a business? Are you just in your, your concerns are just making sure those that don't have the water in their community yet, uh, that they, when they are walking to those locations to such distance as they've got a backpack? Uh, actually, both, Sharon. Um, the primary responsibility is, is, of course, the water transportation and getting okay, the water transportation water from source to home. And that's uh, UN estimates put that at anywhere from three to four miles on average, one yeah. way. So that's a big commitment that has to be made by the family members just to have water for personal requirements. But to answer the second question, which is. Uh, is there a business opportunity? The idea is yes, and we're already doing that in Guatemala with the group with which we're working, okay. where packs are being resold uh, to uh, rural women um, in, uh, in those communities uh, as a source of income, um, which is a great thing that we're very excited about seeing. Oh, I am too, um, Tony. You and I both being in a, I have to run the research center and do what I do in the business world of it besides my mission uh, that started it. But uh, I always like to hear that they're uh, having a, a something for the women in, the, in those communities, those villages, to get into the business of making opportunity possible to other people in their villages. Yeah, it's exceedingly important not just to be able to say, here are PACs, uh, very important for us to be able to build a sustainable model, working with NGOs and working with those end-user communities. It's, now, how do let's say, for example, I'm going to go back into the the, the women being kind of like setting up these model businesses in their community in their villages communities. Um, what do they do for exchange for financial? Uh, do they find it something? Do they get them for free, or do they set it? With a business, you usually take the responsibility of people valuing what it is so that they will take better care of it by something in exchange. What are the, what are the individuals doing to, ex to get an exchange for this? That's a great question. What we've done, and specifically in Guatemala, which is the best model that I can point to, is we partnered with an organizer, a company there, who helped mm -hmm. underwrite the value of the PACs. Uh, okay. because they see it as a great humanitarian product. And in doing so, they were able to uh, purchase the packs uh, and sell them at a reduced cost to the women okay. who in turn can sell them in the rural markets that they work in. And the women then can use that money that they've earned by selling the packs to reinvest in more packs for future okay. sales. Okay. Now, I, now I've got to ask this because I know the world is wondering, how much do they pay uh, to, to be an investment into this well, as an individual? 
It's a great question. The women, uh, and I can only point to the Guatemalan model because it's really right. the only one we have up and out. They're paying the equivalent of about a dollar fifty uh, US, okay. and then okay. selling them in the market at a variable cost, depending on where uh-huh. they operate. Anywhere, variable, okay. Anywhere between two and three dollars. So they can take that profit and then reinvest it for future uh, opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know, Tony, Katie, I am very much a believer in the people. We all are human on this planet, and when we value things that we have to be part of something, that we give up something a little bit, I mean, towards something. So if you have to turn the coin over to get something or exchange the pebble, whatever it is, something of value, let's say, to be able to participate, they'll take better care of the pack but also be able to grow an economy in their own villages and their own communities with this. And that's our ultimate objective, and is actually not just the resale of the good, but to make mm-hmm. them in-country so that women yeah. are employed to actually manufacture those packs, not oh, just... Oh, Tony, to- that is just wonderful. Oh, okay. And okay. we're not at that point yet, Sharon, but that is our goal mm-hmm. and our I mean, next 12 months is to implement that in one of the participating countries we're working. Now, I'm a believer, Tony, and I'm going into other countries with what we do, but I'm, I do everything from here. But once you reach this point of where you've expanded your ability to create economy here, where the invention began, the technology, then you go out and build other economies with the same invent- with the technology in other places. Once you've gotten satisfied with how you're going to manage for people to have jobs in America, too. So uh, I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Now, back to Katie. Katie, uh, when you're, you probably have uh, put one on. Katie, I'm going to put you on the stump on this one. Have you ever put one on the, your back with water in it? Um, I have, actually, and it's very heavy. Um, uh-huh. So I can't imagine how the women carry yeah. five gallons of water on their head or um, carry that, amount, that huge amount of water in jugs because I can only imagine carrying something that heavy on my back. And well, You haven't I, been in condition to do it, which maybe they from childhood be- became conditioned. Uh, you know, it's amazing how our bodies uh, get stronger and stronger with what we do if we do it often enough, like every day. Uh, I'm sure they were stronger uh, to start carrying them, but I was curious on a woman carrying it, a female, if uh, what it was like. Was it comfortable for you too, though, even though it might have been heavy? Um, yes, I can definitely say it would be. It's much more comfortable than I imagine a bucket on my head. Um, yeah. I mean, it was kind of like my backpack that I carry to school. It's I'm used to it. Um, I do it every day. I walk to class with that. What's really cool about the backpack too is, is it has tension straps, which make it um, almost a little lighter on your back. Um, okay. Yeah. So that's another really cool part about the backpack and how it's designed. Mm-hmm. And what are the colors? Do they have different colors or all the same color? Uh, well, right now we have three main colors, uh, blue, tan, and black. Um, I know that uh, blue and tan are actually very, very popular. Um, okay. mm-hmm. You know, um, they're lighter colors, so they don't absorb the sun. Um, but we love all three. Um, We're going to take a break. It's the only time I do it. So don't either one of you go away, Tony and Katie. I have some more questions. 
Okay, and great. It's, I want this to be yeah. one of our favorite shows. You two are very special. What's going on here? Uh, we're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist with just a mist for dry eyes. Contact lenses, sitting at the computer, putting in your backpack, uh, living with every day because the atmosphere is what keeps the health of the eyes from be- being se- severely dehydrated. But Nature's Tears Eye Mist is a supplement. I'll listen to our sponsor, Nature Tears IMS with Just a Mist, and be right back with Tony Somers and Katie Peplin. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Uh, I'm going to start out with Tony here, Katie. Uh, Tony, uh, I'm working on a project with the UN, uh, getting ready for a presentation with water security and. Um, sustainable water allocations. And I'm a believer in uh, unbelievable what you're doing. My concerns are eventually in time, if some time will pass, that we won't have enough water to concern our, to help people that are in need. And it will begin to diminish and bodies will be around, laying around because we won't be able to get to them in time uh, from around the world. Uh, we need to be starting. We need to start understanding the technology of water locations. Have you noticed, Tony, that a lot of these charitable organizations and where your where your where your backpacks are being distributed and the economy developing, if they've been putting in water wells to help uh, this, because they can still take the backpack from the water well over to the home because they don't have the modern methods of 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 storing the water in the home? It's a great question, Sharon. The answer is yes. Um, when you don't have running water, you've got to go to the source. If the source is not the river, it's not a lake, uh, you're going to have to dig, as you've said, uh, drill that well. We, have, we are working with a number of organizations that part of their holistic approach to water is the drilling of the well so that not only can you retrieve the water, but then ultimately, through the pack, you can get that uh, water from source to home. But uh, inevitably... And they've got a storage. Did you by chance, I think I asked this once before, but 
not today, but another time. Did uh, do you have a way of hanging it up on a wall or hanging it up to where it becomes like a part of the of the home, uh, so that it's not just laying on the ground or laying on a table? Can it be hung up? Yeah, it's a great question, Sharon. There's actually on the back of the pack a hook, for lack of a better term, that does uh-huh. exactly that. And we've seen some beautiful okay. pictures coming back from uh, okay. many locations where people are doing just that. In fact, we mm-hmm. have some pictures the other day from a restaurant in Kenya that uh. is, that's the way they distribute the water uh, in that restaurant. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really cool to get it off the ground is important because of the obviously you want to keep it away from mm-hmm. animals, you want to keep it away from right. the dirt, but putting it up high on the hook, that's mm-hmm. definitely an important factor. Right. We've had our show in Kenya with, at the Mara River area with the research center at the site. Uh, and they're having a huge drought, a yes. serious drought. But now back to other countries. And, you know, Katie and Tony, I am serious about the world. Uh, and anything you're, everything you're doing is so unbelievable to help. But you know where I'm coming from, Tony. If we don't figure out water sources multiplied like dominoes everywhere, we're going to be we the people helping the underprivileged. It's not going to be able to help them. We're going to be scrambling. They're going to be scrambling for water for themselves someday. So that's why I take so serious um, uh, where I came from 30 years ago to date. Put millions of dollars behind where I'm going with this, with my group, my team, my heroes over here with what we do. But this, the, the story and the seriousness of water. Now, do you have a, a newsletter that goes out, uh, Katie, that go to uh, individuals that are a part of your organization or have been, uh, been, had a relationship with your organization? Do you keep them up with a newsletter of what you're doing? We absolutely do. We send a monthly newsletter um, okay. to donors, to um, anyone who we've contacted about becoming partners. Um, put us on, put us on that, Katie, too. Put, put Biologic Aqua Research Mine on there, too. So oh, okay. We'll be it. sure to add you in there. Um, yeah, I, I want to know what you're up to and what you're doing because this is wonderful work. And the founder of this, uh, my gosh, the future of it, and it'll never go away because waters will always have to be transported to wherever. Now, I, I know people who hike, um, and then hiking has become more popular here in the United States because people aren't traveling all over the world the way they used to so much, but they're hiking and getting outdoors. So this is used for more than just a person who has to have survival in their homes. This can be used for individuals who have go camping or hiking and and and, and uh, for their for their um, for their survival during the day to have water, right? Definitely. My sister actually took it to Bonnaroo, which is a big music festival in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh-huh. I think it's super hot there. And she said, she was talking about getting expensive water backpacks. And I was like, hey, why don't you take a pack H2O, you know, kind yeah. of uh, spread the word about us, have uh, some clean water okay. while you're at it. And she absolutely loved it. She got complimented. Over it. Now, she which one did she take? Did she take Sorry. the larger one or the smaller one? She took the adult-sized one, but adult she said she didn't one. fill it up all the way. Okay. But, I mean, even so, she said it was good enough for the whole day. It was now, Tony, have, have you heard out there in the world uh, an organization called Women in Water Partnerships? I haven't, no. There's a, I'd, I'd be interested to hear more about them. 
uh, Tony, look it up today when you're done here. It's Women in Water Partnerships. I just found out about it myself, and here I'm a woman in doing this for all these years. Um, and what I do, and I've been exposed. I've been in high-end department stores. I have been in every drugstore. I mean, what we do. And uh, everybody knows I'm a woman and in water. That's all I do in technology. Well, about three weeks ago, I was introduced to the Women in Water Partnerships. And Tony, the founder, is from Holland, which coincidentally I'm married to a Dutchman from Holland 51 years later. And I talked to them in Holland. And my gosh, then it came to the United States in 2012, but you have got to go toward, uh, I'll send you some information, but then also you can look it up, and maybe there's something the Women in Water Partnerships could do to assist you too. Oh, I'm sure of it. Um, I think it sounds like a natural connection. It does. It does. And I put it on my notes today not to forget to mention it to you. They're a wonderful organization. I'm going to be participating. And um, then they're uh, talking about getting me to the United Nations to do work. But the, uh, because my technology, Tony, is uh, well, the only technology like what I do in the world. And I'm a believer of like what your founder did, of get, making the, the, the water portable and um, let it move around and get around to what you need for convenience. And mine just happens to be dealing with the atmosphere because the atmosphere impacts you from birth from that delivery room. And But again, and it's having quite an impact because of the scarcity of water on the surface of the earth. See, the water on the surface of the earth provides a atmosphere, healthier atmosphere. If there's very little water and it's polluted and contaminated, it's, it's very unhealthy air. And that causes a lot of diseases and problems, too. Now, Tony, am I forgetting to ask you both some questions? And I'll come back to you, Katie, in a minute. Do you have some things that you would like to add that I haven't asked questions about? Uh, Well, I think one of the key things we always like to make sure that we share with anyone, including your listeners, is uh, the great partnerships that we develop um, Mm -hmm. sitting here in Ohio. It's not very easy to have end-user connections in many right. of those communities around the world. Right. And it's so important for us to partner with great mission groups, water groups, NGOs, who are ultimately uh, being those people on the ground to help us with education and training and ultimate deployment, places we just don't have access to on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. You know something real quickly before I talk to Katie uh, that I like to bring up because I brought the, up the women in partnership, water partnerships too, and there's so many. But do you know the oil companies are very good about their foundations and organizations to help out too. Um, I've ran into that because I've had them on a radio show. And uh, they're very big on drilling for water and helping out because they're all over the world and they have rigs to do it. But again, back to, uh, okay, and before, Katie, who are some of the organizations that have been participating to assist this? Can you talk about um, that? Yeah, some of, the, uh, some of the organizations we've actually worked with have been Habitat for Humanity, Operation Blessing, mm-hmm. Partners mm-hmm. for Care, uh, mm-hmm. Par- Special Olympics, um, uh-huh. and we've worked with smaller church groups and um, groups from Columbus, um, different mission groups that want to bring, you know, 20 or so packs over. I mean, every single group helps, you know. <laughs> so we worked with so many different people that are helping change the way water transportation is. Yeah, 
Have you guys ever had a student thing with well, young students get involved? Um, have we had young students get involved? Yeah, like, get, get, get involved in participating to help you? Um, yeah, we've had different, um, like, like... I think you're asking about students uh, helping us to raise awareness and fundraising. Right, raise awareness and assist you and 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 relationships out there with social media, maybe. But have you used uh, the children? Absolutely, especially. I mean, Wonderful. we're sitting here in Columbus, Ohio, with Ohio State University. We've had okay. tremendous and uh, tremendous feedback from the many students who have uh, volunteered their time to help us with awareness creation, both on mm -hmm. the fundraising side as well as getting out in that social media space to share those right. stories. Right, uh, that's so that's been great. And then have they also participated in going to the sites with you to assist the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the education at the locations where you've been handing them out in other, other countries? Good question. A few have. I, unfortunately, as you know, just to travel to some of these locations is expensive. So yeah, there have been a few students that we, with whom we've worked that have had the opportunity to go to Central America, Haiti, and parts of Africa to assist with that deployment training and education. And they've been just coming back with glowing stories and great reports. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm a former founder of the American Field Service Program here in our county, here in Southern Oregon. And, and children, there's nothing. And, and also when I was president of the American Cancer Society, I had the largest Teens Against Cancer group right out of the Southern Oregon area of almost 500 children, there's as many young guys as there were girls, and kids, when they get excited, they can raise capital, raise money, I mean, uh, to be able to uh, participate to pay their own way uh, and have representatives go to help you. I, I'm a believer, Tony, of kids. I think kids give us, uh, and, uh, the children, uh, the generations of our, fam our, our children, and where Earth whispers this, I swear, are the most exciting uh, opportunities that we often ignore. We think they're too busy with what they're already doing, but for some reason, Katie, don't we, don't young people fit it in if they're excited about something? They fit yeah. it in? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, we are the future, and I think that so many people my age want to get involved in missions like Package 2 os and, um, mm -hmm. you know, the more kids we get involved, the more change there's going to be in this world. And then also, Katie, the more more opportunity with Pack H two O water, they would be better educated. The more you have about the crisis of water and what's happening in their own cities, states, and around the world, uh, the education that they can offer is beyond imagination of their visions. Their imaginations to show what could be done. Um, that comes to what I, what I was thinking about here, Tony is. Young people, and if, uh, Katie, you're young. Do you like to be called Millennium? Is that what do you think when somebody says the Millennium? Young um, people. Honestly, I, I mean, I've taken a lot of classes, and they've talked about, um, you know, the Millenniums. Um, it, I think there's very um, negative thoughts about my generation, but I think my generation is going to change the world for the better. Yeah, well, I just, I was wondering, and I've never asked before on the show, about, I don't, I think name tags on people, Millennium is concerning, because young people are so brilliantly, uh, in fact, Tony, I always say to people, there's no, all children are perfect. 
and I mean it, <laughs> but around the world. And but there's they have a vision, they have a, an enthusiasm that is so contagious. And when they decide to do something, and today with social media, you can't. It's fun, and they could raise their own money to go do what they need among themselves. I've had on the show a young man whose family were from India. He lives in New Jersey, and he went back to his home with his parents to India. And and you know how serious India is with the crisis of water. Yes. It's the worst in the world, and people don't realize this. And uh, but back to uh, in India, and he couldn't see. He could not believe. Uh, what was happening to his fa- the, country, the country of India. So he came back to his school and started this project called Tube Wells. And they raised money to build these coup tube wells in India. And you've been hearing lately, both of you, about bodies being found around the country of India that they need anywhere to laying there because there's no water. Yeah, it's a very sad uh, yeah, situation. And then we've heard that India has the worst pollution over China even uh, problem. So, again, young people around the world can be very helpful to help each other. Now, Katie, uh, uh, you must have something I haven't asked you today that you think is so important uh, to add to the what you're doing as a program. Um, I mean... Not really. I mean, you know, this has been such an amazing experience working with such a great organization. Um, I've gotten to meet so many wonderful people um, Mm -hmm. here, and I've gotten to, um, you know, network with so many great organizations that are working to better the world, and I couldn't be more grateful to be an intern here at this amazing company. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. And, Tony, would you like to add something I haven't been asking about? Uh, just the fact that we're greatly appreciative of the time that you've given us and, your, and allowing us to reach out to your listeners and that as we go forward, um, the more connection we have uh, to people who are interested in this water-specific issue, uh, mm-hmm. we're grateful for those people reaching out to us at PackH2O.com. Um, we're happy to get on the phone and talk it through with people as to what exactly we're doing and how they can help. Um, at the end of the day, uh, we're just trying to impact lives positively. I think that's our number one uh, credo. Right. The generation to help another generation uh, future because you care. You really care. Uh, well, I want to thank you both for being on today. Oh, I guess we have a few moment, more minutes. Um, there was something in the back of my mind real quickly, Tony. Um, how, long, how old is the company before we're done today? That's a great question. We've been ultimately distributing these packs now for just over two years. Two, uh, only two years. Oh, okay. Just over two years, yeah. Uh, it really was about May of 2012 when the, mm-hmm. we put this together. Uh, again, the pack had been around before that, but more in an R&D uh, okay. role and in test markets. But we've only been doing it now for two years. Okay, and then when, which country did you do first? The very first country to receive the packs was Haiti. Uh, and that came in late 2011. Uh, some okay. test markets. Now we're in 32, 32 or 33 countries, okay. mainly in South, Central, uh, Haiti, and uh, um, in Africa. Some in Asia as well. Mm-hmm. Now, before we go, because we've got a couple of minutes left uh, for you, uh, what is the greatest, what is the, there is always a, a, a motto, a quote, a comment that is made 
with uh, when something is this, this exciting with the people that are using it? What do they normally say in their language? What is their feeling, uh, their emotion on when you find when you hand that over and they get to carry their water and they they have a, a, an ownership with the H2O bag uh, backpack and they finally get their own water. What is the comment that you get most commonly? That's a great question. The number one issue we're hearing is how it's positively impacting their health. That safe water has given their lives uh, a better outcome, uh, specifically their children uh, who are able to not have dirty water or water from compromised uh, sources. And the public health uh, issue is as important to us as anything. Right. And then the uh, the women and the children probably feel so much more confident in themselves because they're able to have this support te- uh, system and, and, and tools. Have you ever noticed, both of you, without a tool to do something, without a product to do something, you just put off because you don't have it. You don't have it. But once yeah. you get it, you know the That's difference, That's a very good right? point. Now, the fact that they own this pack and that pack right. is an outcome to a better, healthier life is having massive right. impact and very positive ones from everything we hear. Right. Uh, Katie, have you noticed that when, since you've gotten involved that more people are wanting to get involved just because you're young and, and they are getting to know the company now? They're getting to know impact economics and... Uh, have you noticed a, cont- a little more of a excitement from the your peer group? Oh, absolutely. My friends had never heard about Package 2 until I started interning here, and mm-hmm. I carry a backpack in my car with me at all times to show my friends and family, and all of them are just intrigued by it. Um, my friends' families have actually gone as far as showing their youth groups uh, the package show and are coming up with ways wow. to fund to send packs over. I mean, it's, it's um, like my enthusiasm for the package show is contagious mm-hmm. to my friends and family. And well, they I know by talking to you on the phone earlier before we've had you on, uh, Tony, she has got a lot of enthusiasm and cons- comes from the heart. Katie, yes. you've got a heart. So okay. I hope you don't ever back. You're always doing something like this to assist oh, others. I, I hope so. It's my dream. So, Well, I want to thank you both for being on. Tony Somers, who's with Impact Economics, and Katie Peplin, who's one of their interns. I want to thank you both. Keep up the good work. We will be doing a press release on this, so you can be looking for it. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you so much, and God bless you both, and we wish you well and be well. And you. Take care. Thank Bye-bye. You. Bye. Well, there's so much to learn in our show, Power of Water, as we've had uh, guests on from nutrition to save the whales to learning about technology and uh, with what to do with water and food and everyday life and your health. But today I want you to know that the founder of Impact Economics, go and look that up. And you will learn that the founder sincerely started something that is going to go worldwide. Everybody needs to have water. It is vital. And it's like when I started the show with a commentary, where are we going to be without it? It's serious. It's getting out of control because of lack of education, and that's where we come from. I want you to embrace your life and somebody else's too. 
because it's so important to all of us. When you're embracing somebody else's value and concerns and what they need to live on this planet, it'll be exchange. It'll be a pay it forward. But Earth is whispering. Do not take it all with you. Leave something behind to let the generations of our children know that you were here and that you care. I want to thank you for listening today. You have a very special day, and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com. Oh, 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 o